Right, so let's get straight into it. It is time for Morning Flavor Tech. And uh, naturally, we look at a number of things uh, that are involved in the world of technology. So sometimes you log onto a website and there's this you know, pop-up that comes up, this alert, this cookies alert. Mm-hmm. And, and then you find that almost every website wants you to accept these cookies. And I'm thinking, I never ordered no yeah. cakes. You know, so what are these cookies? <laughs> And what do they actually have to do with um, how you browse on the online space? You know, does it have anything to do with privacy online? Does it have anything to do with your information? Does it have anything to do with figuring out um, who you are um, the next time you log on to that same website? Have you guys seen these things? Hmm. Yeah, I have seen them. And uh, I normally would just accept cookies and... uh, not uh, bother to find out, but I've always been curious about, you know, what it means, yeah. uh, especially for your information and data that lives online. And yeah. Have you uh, ever curious. clicked on the other button to see what the terms and conditions are? Hey, Owen, hardly, hardly, my friend. Uh-huh. I think I've clicked once or twice. And then after reading the first two, uh-huh. uh, I just I accept anyway, because it must be fine. <laughs> you assume so. Way yeah. too trusting. And we've all learned how the online space cannot also mm-hmm. uh, always be trusted as far as that's concerned. Okay, so let's bring in an expert here. We're joined on the line by uh, Megan Ellis, editor of Memeburn and Gearburn, which is uh, online publications that basically deal with internet trends, social media, and the world of tech. Megan, good morning. Morning. So uh, you log onto a website, maybe you're doing some, um, I don't know, online shopping, etc. And then there's this pop-up at the bottom of your screen you know, asking you to accept these cookies. What what are these cookies? So basically cookies are these small files that get downloaded to your computer from your browser. And um, yeah, it sounds pretty scary. <laughs> and <laughs> the, the point of them is basically for the website to kind of remember your browsing activity. Um, as not as creepy as it sounds, Sometimes it's just to remember, for example, whether you're logged in, whether there's items in your cart, if you're shopping, for example, um, whether you've asked the site to remember your password, for example, um, whether you've set certain preferences. Um, there's also like two types of different types of cookies. So there's first party cookies. They come from the site itself. So, um, for example, if you're on Facebook, you don't want to have to log in every time you change a page, like you click through to a different part of Facebook. So a cookie will be the thing that remembers that you're logged in to Facebook, for example. Um, But then you also get third-party cookies, which arrive to your computer through things like banner ads. And those can be a bit dodgier, a bit less secure, um, and those are the things that people are a lot more wary of because you don't necessarily know where they're, they're coming from. And you do get cookies that aren't necessarily just functional. They're there to track your browsing behavior for the purpose of advertising so that they can deliver you ads that will have you like more likely buy products. And that's why, for example, um, I don't know if you've ever noticed that you might visit a site like Xander or Superbulist and then you're browsing on Instagram and suddenly like all these ads are coming up from sites you've just visited mm. and that's mm. because of cookies. Mm. So then in terms of safety, what do we need to understand about these cookies? What do we need to know? Because we are browsing, you know, all the time. So um, cookies are more um, about privacy, whether you, you want 
um, things to be tracking you. They're not necessarily like, they won't see your name there. They're not like, okay, Megan Ellis likes cat toys, for example. But um, mm. it's whether you like companies that kind of have these detailed, it's not necessarily an identifier. They don't know your identity, but they still do have kind of mm. like a anonymized profile of all these different um, bits of information for advertisers to deliver things to you. And then you also have um, advertisers that deliver cookies to your um, computer that aren't necessarily, they aren't encrypted, um, and that mm-hmm. does pose a security risk. So you don't just want willy-nilly anyone to be delivering cookies to your through your browser. So they can pose a security risk. So what is it about cookies that uh, some websites attach to the actual functionality? So when you don't accept cookies, uh, parts of the website won't function properly? Yeah, so those are mostly the, the first-party cookies, and that, that you'll find um, mostly on things like shopping websites or websites where you have to log in. They do need certain cookies to function. Um, and usually what you'll find is that like in that pop-up prompt, they'll ask you which cookies you want to accept. Mm. Um, because the, the mm. whole reason those, those prompts started appearing is because of European law, which forced website, if you have European users or you may have European users, you have to give them the choice to accept cookies. So the best sites allow you to basically reject any cookies that aren't functional. Um, so things like third-party cookies, advertising cookies, those types of things, you can reject them all and basically just keep the functional ones. So even mm. some websites will have them, like news websites might have them just so that they can analyze which is a unique visitor just for their, their traffic stats. Um, and then all like subscribers or something like that. Um, so the mm. good sites will let you choose, pick and choose which which cookies you want, but then some just have a blanket thing like accept or or don't accept type of thing. Mm. Megan, with regards to these cookies, I mean, there's there's been occasions where I've tried to book airline tickets and uh, gone in for the first time and see a very good price, log out, go back in again, and all of a sudden the price increases, you know, exponentially every time I go back in. But there's been an occasion there's where I clear my history or my browser browser history, clear all cookies. And the price goes back to its original. Is there any truth or reason behind that? Yeah, so there has been anecdotal evidence that something like <laughs> the the site knows that you're looking for a flight that, and knows that you're mm. coming back. It's the same with booking hotels that you're interested that the fact that you are coming back, cookies can track whether you've returned to a site in a certain amount of days. Um, mm. So, so they know your interest is heightened um, and that it's more likely that you are traveling on these dates and that it's not just a, a case of, right. oh, let me check which flights are available, maybe mm. I'll <laughs> travel, that you yeah. actually mm. are interested in it. And that's why a lot of tech websites will suggest you maybe switch to incognito mode in your browser um, where, mm. you don't ha- where it automatically blocks cookies um, sure. and it doesn't download files. So if you've had that experience, it is likely down to things like cookies. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Megan, that's all we have time for, but we appreciate your time in terms of explaining uh, the cookies. And uh, thank you so much for making time for us. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right. uh, Tech expert Megan Ellis speaking to us on cookies.